On this, our 79th episode of the Good Morning Guys and Sometimes Gals podcast. I am one of your hosts, here to greet you tonight and thank you so much for being here as we talk the game of life and the other games we love to watch and play. Uh, my name is Lucas Ham Swisher. I am the Brazilian Mountaineer and Transition Ninja with me, Patrick Novacell, who is the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news and spoilers. I don't know what's going on. You're doing it all different tonight. <laughs> I am mixing it up. It's the remix. Iwa, iwa, iwa. Also with us, Ronnie Johantis, who's the volleyball and beast of the East, who can also make you laugh in three words or less, or your money's back, or you'll get your money back. Hi. And finally, the fourth member of our quadfecta, of the GMG podcast, Mark Boucher, who has music in his heart, Doctor Who on his brain, and La Caretta in his old stomacho. La Caretta. Caretta. It's like the James Brown version of it. La Caretta. Sounds That's like right. something you would say after, as you're doing like a judo chop. La Caretta. La Caretta. <laughs> right in the face. You got your judo chop. <laughs> <laughs> your karate chop. You lock her at a chop in the face. <laughs> All right, guys. It is good to be with you on this fine, fantastical morning. Let's jump right into, instead of talking about life, let's talk about the games. And today I want to talk about Patrick because I have a good feeling about what he has to share with us today. A good feeling? Yeah. He like... replayed and got all the trophies in the Unicorn Princess uh, no, I immediately sent that right back. <laughs> and lit it. On, you, no, you be honest. You lit it on fire. Actually, sorry. No, I played it on it Saturday night, and I couldn't send it back Sunday because no mail. So I did have it for an extra day. But no, I did not play that game again. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here with that. You sent the you sent the envelope back with a little letter in it to Net, to GameFly saying, "Listen, I did y'all a favor. I went skeet shooting on Saturday." It's gone. You're welcome. Here's $25. (laughs) You can burn this so no one else has to do this. Put it on sale. I don't care. But uh, yeah, games for me. Um, I played uh, a few more games with Clark. Uh, We played uh, Sonic Mania. And I I don't know if I talked about this last week, but we could could not get past the second to last Uh, level. Dude, that... The last two levels of that game are so hard. Jeez, so they, hard. they are. They like ramp up the difficulty yeah. on it. The uh, there's the, no comparison between the former levels and the last two levels. It's, it's it was wild. Hard. So I uh, I tried the uh, the first time and I timed out after ten minutes. I guess you can only play yes. a level for ten minutes. And <laughs> Apparently, it timed News out. To me also, when I'm I like, played it, what? Like, and never, <laughs> no other level I would have to I had that nope. issue. So I tried in all, it again. In all of Sonic games, I'd never even heard of that when I played it. That right? You could level out. I thought out it was just minutes. like a timer that goes up, and then you get less points as it goes. Exactly. Higher, you know, it's crazy. So, um, so I tried it again, and that took me six minutes. But I got to the boss, and I died. And then again, tried it again after six minutes. So I played that like first act like three times in thirty minutes, and I looked at Clark, and I was like, you know what? I c- I can't do this. This is way too hard for me. 
let's stop this <laughs> and let's play some Sonic Forces. So yeah, we, baby. We played Sonic Forces. We started it, and he was in love with it. I know it was it was one of those games that people it was it was it wasn't a very uh, highly rated game, so I wasn't going into it expecting much. But then again, I haven't played many Sonic games in yeah. in my life. I pretty much stopped at Sonic Two, and uh, I uh, I actually I actually really enjoyed it. Um, nice. On, on so we tried the first uh, couple levels, and we really enjoyed it. And then on Saturday morning, I told Clark, I was like, "Hey, let's play some Sonic Forces." So for the next two and a half hours, we just barreled through that thing, and we ended up beating it. And All right, there yeah, you go. It, it was it was fun. It was like uh, sometimes. It was side scrolling. Sometimes it was 3D. Sometimes it felt like it was like an on rails, like runner type of game. Mm. Uh, so mm. it was it was a really fun game. Uh, I I, yeah. I thought it was way better than the reviews that I saw from it. I think it got like maybe six out of ten kind of thing. Yeah, uh, but- I kind of find that a lot of the critics they're so stuck on the original Sonic that yeah. when it strays away and doesn't give you that same feeling, or I don't know. I think a lot of times they give it a lower score. Because they just compare it to the old ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we did that, beat that. So that's like I think that's my fourth game that I've beat beaten with him. Nice. Um, Out of I think your goal is twelve, right? Twelve. Yeah. So All right. You're right. You're I'm, ahead I'm of doing schedule. Well. I think I, it was. It's it's like last year when I was doing my platinums. I just like came <laughs> out of the gate strong, and then yeah. and then I just like petered off a little bit but i think that's you'll what's probably happen. slow down when you and clark try to beat red dead redemption 2 together you're probably going to slow down a little bit <laughs> and, no uh, no I don't know we if were, you'll be able to i uh he said december yeah there's no way that he's going to be able to play red dead redemption i i uh, showed him the trailer for luigi's mansion 3 and he's like that game's scary so i was like there's no way <laughs> so that's a no on red dead redemption 2 clark uh, hard no uh, nah. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, I took back the um, Unicorn Princess, and I got Super Mario Odyssey in return. And okay. we played that uh, throughout the week. And then on Saturday, after we beat Sonic Forces, we played a ton of it. And I was pretty much... Because you can play two-player, but the two-player is a little weird in Super Mario Gal- or Odyssey. is where one player is controlling Mario, the other player controls Cappy which is oh, the hat yeah. that turns into anything. So it was a little weird because uh, the, only, the only time that I could get in there is when he would throw his cap. So we did, the, we did, did so it that way. So you were way. quickly like out of it. You were like <laughs> checking social media. Dad, I threw you. Do something. But it was fun. The, uh, the only two times that I had to be first player was for the, uh, I guess the, the second to last boss, and then the boss the, with Bowser, and uh, that's the only two times I had to be first player because he couldn't get through those. So, but we ended up beating both Sonic Forces and Super Mario Odyssey on Saturday. Man, so nice! Look that at is you. My I fifth l- game. <laughs> I love Super Mario Odyssey. It's like it, it's. I haven't played uh, any Mario games since pretty much Super Mario sixty four. So, and that's pretty, cause I didn't, ha- I didn't have any Nintendo games after that and, or Nintendo systems, but going into that, it felt like it was Super Mario 64, which was, nice. which brought me back that's to, a good feeling, back to sure. middle school. It's yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we beat that and then that's 
other than other than playing some Apex over the weekend, and I played with uh, with Isaac, I played with Haley and Mark, and I think I played with Jonathan at a time. But but yeah, I played a little bit of that, and then uh, and then DC Universe Online on Thursday. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Rocking Mark jumped out. in with us. Yep, got, finally got marked the double digits. Right there's uh, yeah, I think I'm. I want to say I'm ten or eleven. I can't remember. But uh, I mean, I was having fun with that. Um, there's. I mean, there's. I, I'm getting rumblings of fun. I still don't know 100% how I feel about it because, you know, it gets very RPG heavy at times, but you don't necessarily have to deep dive into it. Yeah. Um, so, but I mean, there's a lot to. If you're a DC fan and you're into all the lore and all that stuff, there's a lot there to, to find. And I was, I was sure. enjoying it. Um, it was it was just a lot of me getting the hang of stuff and okay what do I do here and what does this do and how do I yeah. go there, um, so once I get that down I'm sure it'll be fine. But, but uh, you're you're a natural speedster. Your run is beautiful. You're like a gazelle. The funny thing run. is I'm not a speedster. <laughs> I know, you run but like, you run, you run like, like one. Superman does in the original Superman. Yeah, because my normal fly, like when I'm flying alongside of you, when I fly normally, we go the same speed. So. Hmm. You're a mad. You're a magical speedster. You just didn't know it. <laughs> I guess I'm not mad at that. Yeah, embrace it. But yeah, that's uh, that's about it. That's all I've been playing this week. Nice, uh, Mark. Besides DC Universe Online, what have you been up to, buddy? You've been moving that needle on HZD. <sighs> no, I have not. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't have brought that up. We'll just edit that out. <laughs> all right, <laughs> no, so Mark. Okay. Besides DC Universe Online, <laughs> <laughs> what have that, you been playing? <laughs> Um, so, uh, obviously I've been playing some Apex, um, played with, uh, with Patrick and Haley and Jonathan and I think Drew at one point, Drew Roland, um, yeah. Yeah. you know, been in somewhat enjoying the limited time event. Um, you know, there are certain things that they've executed in this, in this mode that I feel like they could have done a better job with, um, uh, but they're just kind of testing the waters on certain things. Um, so I'm enjoying that though. Um, but there is one other game that I have played that I have really dived into. It's got its hooks in me, and unfortunately it is not Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, no. So I happened to catch the other day that um, on the PlayStation Now, which is basically PlayStation's version of uh, Xbox Game Pass, basically where you can, they have like a whole library library of games and did you just um, say library? Yes, I did, and I quickly I corrected myself. <laughs> yeah, but we still heard it, man. We still heard it. <laughs> I had an elementary school teacher that yelled at us for that. Yep. Can you she edit actually that out? Beat us. Oh no, wait. You're not gonna. <laughs> Definitely not. I will. Editing. What is? Yeah, that? Ronnie's on it. Ronnie's on it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, they have a whole library of of games that you can either stream or download. Uh. They have you know certain certain games you can play. Um, I happened to see that they added control to that list. All right, um, Patrick's favorite. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> and just as I thought, I feel like I am enjoying it way more than Pat did. <laughs> Good, so I'm, we can I'm talk glad, about I'm it, Mark. Glad. You and I can talk about it. Someone's got to enjoy it. <laughs> hey, I enjoyed it, but yeah, overrated piece of trash it was. Ah, 
No, I'm just It was it was a good game. Over the story was was awful. I'm I'm enjoying the story. I'm no, having a lot of fun with it. Nope, stop it. <laughs> no, you're not allowed. I want to ask if you if you turned it. Do you usually turn off the the game right at the credits? Like, do you wait for the credits to roll? Yeah, I read. I watched the credits. Okay. So. I skip the credits if I can. I press buttons, and if it doesn't disappear, then I just wait because I know there's something else. Right. Because there's there's something that happens where it's like you think it's over, but then it's correct. not. Correct. That is correct. That's what happened when I started the game. I thought it was <laughs> wow. over. Should have turned it off, Patrick. Then. <laughs> <laughs> he's drinking. He's drinking that like two liter of Haterade right now. I know, right? Um, Between control and Wally, this is all left so much to go around from him. <laughs> but no, I've, I'm absolutely loving loving control so far. Um, I, I'm. It's super sci-fi, very super sci-fi. Yeah, um, definitely. But I'm having a lot of fun with the with the gameplay and stuff. Um, there have been a couple of times where, like, I'll get super stuck on something, or I'll have to play over and over and over and over again, and the loading times kind of drive me nuts. Um, it just it just seems like it takes longer than usual, and then you have to like run from your last save point back to where like where you were before, and ugh, it kind of grates on my nerves sometimes. But there are some awesome parts of this yeah. game. That I've that I've enjoyed, um, so I am at that that certain part right now where you think it's over, but it's not. Uh, uh, okay. I just so you already that. did the you did the ashtray maze. I did, and that is man. That is the such best cool level stage? that I have played in a long time, and it's a shame yeah. that I kept dying. <laughs> oh no! Did you? Yeah, that I really kept... interrupts the just the rocking mood it puts you in. You want to just blast I... it on your speakers. Yep, because I love that song that plays during that that level or that scene or whatever. Um, and the first couple of times, like, oh, this is awesome! And then, like, after the eighth or ninth time, I, I put it on mute. <laughs> oh, did you? Like, <laughs> it's like, like okay. I just need to focus on actually finishing this portion of the game. Um, yeah, but um, uh, that was a uh, as much as I did not like this game, the that was a very bright spot to this game because it was just it came out of left field. Yeah, um, yeah. but it was. Uh, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm enjoying the story, um, and the gameplay and all that. So I'll see. Nice. I'll see how the ending of it is, and uh, I'll let you know next week. All right, sounds, sounds good, buddy. Good. But that's pretty much pretty much it for me on the gaming front i I had the day off today and pretty much played control all day nice (laughs) it's a good day fantastic for sure a good day um well for me i'll be honest that i've played nothing except good old-fashioned dead cells oh geez nice can you believe it nope yeah now now you guys know how i feel every time you talk about apex so sit back and relax (laughs) i talk about dead cells no i'm not going to say that much but i had you know okay maybe you guys i think will understand this at least the apex players you know when you have that like that night where you just keep getting win after win after win, like you're uh, in fuego, as the, the zone. Uh, Spanish say, in the zone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You guys had that in Apex, maybe. Uh, yeah. Maybe in sure. Star Wall. Uh, Ronnie's had that in a couple Rocket times. Rocket League. Yeah, in Rocket go. League. 
score after score, block after block. Well, I had a I had a morning gaming session where I had that in a run where out of the ten stages that I did, eight of them were perfect, as in nothing hit me. I just destroyed everything. Um, as I've shared, I'm getting the the trophies for the second time around. And two bosses in particular are super hard to get perfect runs, like no hit runs. One of them is a huge eyeball that spits a bunch of acid at you and is like all over the map. And I pretty much put him in a trap and shoved a crossbow into his pupil and I pulled the trigger and he died within like 15 seconds. It was awesome. And uh, then I got to the final boss and not only did I have like a stacked deck in terms of my weapons and stuff, but uh, there's a trophy for using a sword called the Cursed Sword that uh, if you, it's really powerful, but if you get hit once, you die. There's like, it's a one hit kill. And so I went in, I went in with that sword, but I had a, uh, I had a... I had a, with me, I had also a grappling hook. And with this grappling hook, when you use it on an enemy, it multiplies your next hit by, uh, it can go up to like a thousand or twelve hundred percent. So I had it maxed out at like one thousand and one hundred percent of my next hit. It's going to multiply your damage by that much, by like a hundred and ten. And so I pretty much did that. And again, I killed the boss in like 10, 15 seconds. And I got a perfect run. And those were the two hardest trophies the last time I platinum the game. So I got them in the same day in a short amount of time. And it just reinvigorated. So I'm just going to continue to play this game until the cows come home. Um, I have decided I beat 2BC, which is the third highest difficulty. There are, I think, six difficulties. So I'm going on to 3BC, 4BC, and 5BC is one I've never beaten. But I'm going to try to go for it. And I'm going to try to stream all of it. And so I've decided nice. since I'm so okay. I'm so stuck on this game, I want to include everyone in the journey to beat five uh, BC, which is like the nightmare hardest difficulty that I've never done before. So if I can get to that, that would be really cool, and to play through that. So, uh, but I'm still just you. yeah, man. I hope so. Now that does bring up something that I just wanted to ask real quick. I cannot get myself to decide on what the best time to to stream is. Do you think there's like a particular time that works or is it just really a matter of you just got to choose and, and stick with it no i don't think there's a a the right time to stream because there's streams that go on all day all the time every right day. Yeah. so whenever you have the chance to stream you should stream yeah so i'm still figuring out my schedule but i want to i want to stream more of that and uh even though i'm just going to go down to one game i'll probably still do some demos because i really like doing the demos sometimes and like doing voiceover or goofing off with uh, just a game just to goof off with it so i'll still do that sometimes but i'm going to commit to to streaming more dead cells and just hopefully people will join in check it out maybe even get some people interested in giving it a try even though it's a really hard game uh it's really fun so um now speaking of the opposite of fun uh that should have been fun i have some life news that i want to share with you guys and that is my family and i bought our second car in brazil Woo-hoo. Now we so now you have two cars. No, so n- not to say that we bought a second car. We just bought our second car. Like oh. since we've been in Brazil, we've we've purchased one car. We've been here eight years, and when we first came, we bought a car. It was very economical, very cheap. Uh, it had air conditioning, and that was as about as fancy as the car got. It did not have power steering. It did not have 
uh, power locks. And I don't know if you guys have driven a car lately that doesn't have power steering, but uh, oh my that's, goodness. that'll give you some good arm muscles. I will right. tell you that Indeed. much. And, yeah, we've yeah. had, we've had uh, you know, because I work at a car dealership and they work on vehicles and we've had a lot of, a lot of vehicles come in where, where they've lost power steering and that yeah. is a nightmare and a half. It is, and when you're when you just have this little car, you think ah, it shouldn't be too bad. But when you're like trying to turn, going like five miles per hour, you 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 feel like you're trying to turn a small yacht with your hands. Like it's just ridiculously hard. <laughs> um, but besides that, this car is very small, and while our family's not going to grow any bigger, we're good with the two kids and and such. Um, we want to use our vehicle more for ministry. Uh, we needed more. We wanted more space so that when we have groups of like five or six people, I don't have to rely on like a church van or someone else's, you know, multiple people bringing them. Uh, we wanted something that would have multiple, be able to hold multiple people. So we started looking around and we found a seven-seater Chevy vehicle called a Spin. And I don't think that exists in the U.S. Um, Never heard of it. Yeah, I didn't think so. They have They have a variety of vehicles here. Uh, that no one's ever heard of. They have they have a vehicle called, and I can't remember which company it is, but the name of it is just called Weekend. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> All right. It's like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? Just riding out the weekend. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Is that uh, a convertible? Because that sounds like a shit <laughs> no, convertible. No, it actually doesn't even look that cool. It's just like a SUV or something, but it's just I'm, called Weekend. Oh, okay. There's a, there's, a, there's a truck, and it's called Working. Well, these are just awful. <laughs> these are awful. <laughs> and what's plug funny is the name generator. <laughs> I think they do. They have a dartboard and they just kind of toss it at it. And they're like, what are we going to call this? We know trucks. They work. But we shouldn't do it in our own language. We should call it in the English language because English is cool. And so they call it working. But some Brazilians can't even pronounce it. So they're like, workingy. <laughs> That's what they call it. <laughs> they call it workingy. And it's like, oh, at least you tried. So the Workingy sounds least. like it's like a little Ringling Brothers kind of car. <laughs> it sounds more exotic. <laughs> yeah, it does. Let's go ride in the Chevy Workingy. Oh, okay, let's go. Uh, but we got a vehicle, a seven-seater called a Chevy Spin, and it's pretty much a van, except it's like a it's like a family van mixed with an SUV because it has four doors. It doesn't have sliding doors, and it has foldable seats in the back. Uh, so we've been. Uh, over the past couple weeks, like filling out paperwork, we've, we test drove it. Uh, and then finally this week, everything, all the stars aligned. And this past Saturday, we got to go in and pick it up. So earlier in that week, we had to change over our documents, which was a pain. Uh, but we figured it out. We got it taken care of. At one point, I thought I had lost our title. And I thought my wife Ooh. was going to kill me. Oh, no. And... But then I found it, and she kissed me, and I said, I don't know why you're kissing me, but thank you, and let's continue. And so we, uh, we, uh, we got the document. The title changed over. Uh, we signed the, the bank agreement you know, for the loan and all that jazz. Uh, and then on Saturday, we went to pick it up, and we got there, and there it was. It had been washed. It was all shiny looking, and we talked to the, the, the sales guy, and he's like, hey, you're set to go. I gave him the keys to our car. He gave us the key to uh, the Chevy Spin. And uh, we we got in and we were like, let's go. This is ours. And I looked down and the the kilometer, uh, or no, it's the, what is that called? Odometer. Pseudometer. 
Spud- no, not the speedometer. Odometer. The odometer uh, had an extra 20,000 kilometers on it, which is probably around 13,000 miles. And I was like, huh. They, uh, what, did this, what is this, Ferris Bueller? Did they take this car on a spin over the past week and uh, put an extra 20,000 kilometers on it? And then I started to look around in the car and I was like, Mindy and I were like, this is, this is a different vehicle. This, <laughs> oh, no. This, this isn't the same. It's the, it was the same year. It was the same color, uh, but it had extra mileage. Uh, some of the, the seats, we looked around at the seats and they were like more worn. It was a slightly, maybe not as well kept up car. Uh, the panel uh, before the one we test drove had a uh, reverse camera and it had navigation on it. This one still had a screen and it had like radio, but the other one had a CD player. This one did not have a CD player. Hmm. Um, all of a sudden, player? we were like, "What's that?" <laughs> I said, "What's yeah. a CD player?" Yeah, well, we still we actually have CDs. We even brought them to Brazil for some reason, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we all of a sudden we're like, "Did they just?" Did they just dupe us? Like, did they switch things out? What is going on? So I get out and I talk to the the dealer and I'm like, hey, hey, guy, uh, this isn't the car we test drove. He's like, oh, I don't I don't really remember. And this is all in Portuguese. He's like, I don't I don't really remember which car you test drove, but this is the one you you bought. (laughs) I'm like, but this is not the one we drove. (laughs) And so we had this discussion for a little bit and he's like. Listen, and I'm like, as soon as he was saying certain words, I was like, oh, here we go. Salesman time. He's like, drive it over the weekend. Come back on Monday and we'll talk and try to figure out what's going on. Uh, I'm sick. I need to go home. I don't feel good. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's convenient. You don't feel (laughs) good. And uh, we'll just go from there. And at this point, we knew we were stuck because Mindy, unfortunately, so all this stuff happened on different days. And Mindy, unfortunately, had already signed the bank agreement. And she had done it electronically. We didn't have the documentation for that available uh, to look at at the moment because it was still processing at the bank, but we had already signed. So we went home and we looked at the pre-sale uh, contract and it had the, the one we had test driven, the, the newer, not the newer one, but the, the other one that we had already named the Millennium Falcon. We name all of our <clears throat> cars after Star Wars characters or nice. different things. Our kids and I had already named it the Millennium Falcon. And so we go home, we find that document, and we immediately go back. And we're like, look here, buddy. This paper here says what car we drove. And he says, look, I'm really sorry. I was really ashamed. All of a sudden, he starts crying a river. And he starts confessing how ashamed he was that he had given us. Because the car was very dirty. It was not in good shape. And he, he, all of a sudden, he's like, name your price. This is what he's like, literal translation in Portuguese, name your price. And I'm like, what do you mean name my price? What? I already bought it. <laughs> we already bought it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I'm really confused right now. And he's like, whatever you want me to do, I will do it. And so we start, he, he starts naming all the stuff that's wrong with the car that we knew, but he just glazed over before. He's all of a sudden in like backpedaling apology mode. And so he starts saying, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to change that. We're going to clean up the car. We're going to correct all the issues. We're going to give you a backup camera. We're going to fix that dent that's in the side that wasn't in the other one. And we're like, okay, that's all fine and well, but what about the other one? And he's like, well, the other one didn't, it wasn't approved. It didn't pass the, it didn't pass the approval stage or I don't know. They call it the, it didn't pass the inspection. What, isn't that supposed to happen before 
You would they think so. Attempt to sell it? No, but so I've so I hold have on. found out. You want to buy this car? Okay, oh, we're gonna go yeah. through all this work, <laughs> and then oh no, then do the inspection afterwards. <laughs> yeah, no that, it doesn't make any sense. It's very unprofessional. It's and and I have heard of and they even told us there was one car that we wanted to get that they said the guy had sold the car, quote unquote, to them, but he still hadn't returned with the the correct documentation to transfer the title. And they it had been like three or four weeks or a month and the guy still hadn't given the title. So we had to give up on that original car. This was actually the third car, the third spin that we had w- looked at with these guys. Uh, and so he said the second car, the one that we test drove, was off the table. It didn't. It wasn't available anymore. It wasn't going to work out. It didn't pass inspection. Really, he was just throwing a bunch of crap at us, uh, like you know, like a monkey or an ape or something, like at the <laughs> zoo. And Script. so then we're like, okay, you fix everything that's wrong with this car. <clears throat> we know the kilometers aren't. Uh, you can't like put it in reverse, like in Ferris Bueller and take 20,000 kilometers off the, the car. <laughs> but if you fix everything else, and at first, because he said name price, I was like, and you lower my monthly payment. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We can't, you've already signed the bank document. We can't lower your monthly what payment. What is and happening? Like, Where know, are we? What is, what, is, what is this all about that we're doing? And we were just. <laughs> name your was, price. Name okay. your price. <laughs> yeah. Lower my monthly payment. You should have said your second. soul. <laughs> yeah, I want your firstborn child. So I want to sign your blood. Now I can't. Yeah. And so pretty much when all was said and done, he's going to fix every single thing that's wrong with the car that's not the same or is messed up about it, minus the kilometer issue. He is going to uh, give us a reimbursement for the documentation fee, which is around 1000 Hey, ice, about 300 bucks to two, 300 bucks. So he's going to reimburse that. And then... We're just gonna go with it. So, do you have the car yet? So, it's right concerned? now. It's in the shop. They're updating everything right now. Are you concerned that when you go back, that car is gonna be gone? <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid it's, <laughs> it's gonna, gonna be, be another car. It's gonna be the weekend G or the the working G, the working G truck or something. Yeah, who knows what it's gonna be? But <laughs> they uh, repainted your old car. This is the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They said here it is. This is uh, the not working G. Now to finish up and wrap up this this story. Uh, we gave it a new name from Star Wars, and we called it Leia. That's the new name. So mm-hmm. Leia, as in Princess Leia. And we thought we've over the years we've had like we've had Luke Skywalker, we've had Darth Vader, we've had Yoda, like all these different cars named after uh, male characters. And Mindy were like, you know what? Let's finally let's let's pick a, a female character, a strong female character. So we chose Leia. And then as soon as we chose Leia, I started to laugh. If you are familiar with the Bible. Uh, one of the Old Testament characters called Leah is a wife of uh, Jacob. And in the story of Jacob, he doesn't want to marry Leah. He wants to marry Rachel. But when uh, Jacob marries Rachel, his dad switches out Rachel for Leah. <laughs> do, you see the, do you see the comparison to my uh, situation in that? That's good. We got Leah'd. Like he, this guy totally switched out. We had Rachel Millennium Falcon, the original car that we test drove. And in that week after he totally switched it and he gave us Leia. And that is now who we have. Leia, our new Chevy spin. (laughs) Once I gave her the name Leia, she's now our car. As mad as I am about the situation that I've been put through, it is what it is. There's nothing we could do about it. We've learned our lesson not to trust 
any Brazilian salesperson ever again. But there it is. We have a new car, Leia. Well, good luck. Hopefully you get Leia back. Yeah, and hopefully she's better than where she was. And hopefully she's Leia. Because if we get a fourth one and we have to name it, I don't know what we're going to call it. Probably This is Jar Jar, guys. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, if, if they give us a new car, I'm definitely calling it Jar Jar. All right, but that's enough out of me. Uh, Ronnie, how is life treating you, my friend? It is treating me well. Um, Fantastic. The only, the only really update that I had this week, uh, didn't really do any gaming, um, but we did finally get her ring in. So, yeah, it, buddy. Yeah, it actually came in a little early. It wasn't supposed to be until like the 11th, um, and, and it came in on Friday. So we ran over there to pick it up. Well, I ran over there at lunch to pick it up. Uh, that way she had it for Friday. So um, everything turned out great. She loves it. Um, she's been smiling all weekend at it. And uh, yeah, it, it was it <laughs> You was just really like good. look over and she's just like smiling. Looking at it. Looking at it, <laughs> smiling. Staring at it, smiling. Yep. Yeah, it's it's nice. Um, no, I mean, you guys know how it is. Like when you're sitting in front of others happy, like it just gives you oh, that yeah. feeling of happiness, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she's been, she's had that. She's really excited to show it off to everybody. And um, But yeah, it was it was a nice surprise. It was a nice surprise that it was early, so... Sweet. Awesome. But that's honestly that's the only thing uh out of the ordinary that happened to me this week. It was a real bore other than hum, that. Humdinger. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, you have that sometimes. Marky Mark. How about you, buddy? So as you guys know, uh you know, a few weeks ago, um I've talked to you guys about how, how my wife was, you know, looking for another job. And finally, she was able to land a job um, at a at a eye clinic in the area. And you know, she started a few weeks ago, and uh, she seemed to be liking it. Uh, well, Friday, unfortunately, we got we got the news that uh, she was uh, being let go. Oh uh, man! So That's stinks. She uh, just wasn't the right fit. They were wanting somebody who like could just get it down immediately and mm. and be super quick and you know Kristen's never been involved in this type of a of a profession this type of a field she's had some experience doing different things but she's never worked at an eye clinic yeah. and and so you know they she just wasn't moving fast enough for them and and so um so yeah, unfortunately, uh, her last day. They actually have her working, kind of like part time this week, um, but then after Friday, that's pretty much it. Now, because so, they fire her, doesn't that give her a little more like leeway in finding a new job? I don't remember how the laws work in the U.S., but I know here, if you get fired from a job, you get a uh, you get like a month or two's pay, and uh, that keeps you um, going till you get a new job. You, you can apply for unemployment here. Um, yeah. and so that's what we're working on while, you know, we work on the job situation. Yeah. Um, don't know how quickly she's going to get a job. Right. Um, uh, cause especially with the last one, it took her several months to be able to finally get somebody to, to say yes. <laughs> um, so, um, I don't know. I don't know how, how the next, uh, few weeks and months are going to go. Um, and we had already taken a little bit of a, uh, a pay cut 
loss of income kind of thing um, with this new job she had. And I have no idea what things are going to look like from here. But um, just going to trust God. Yeah, man. And, We're definitely uh, going to be praying with you, brother. And uh, Yeah. You know, I know it's yeah. cliche, but when a door closes, God is faithful and he will open another door. And yeah. uh, it's in his timing and... I just I just feel really bad because this is the second time now that, you know, Kristen's been told basically that she's not the right fit for a job. Yeah, yeah. And and she is more than capable. She has a lot of a lot of great strengths, and she's just I don't know. She just hasn't been able to land in that that right spot yet. Yeah. Um. So and that's got to be frustrating for her, but she's she's keeping really positive about it. Um. Good. But you know, that could change from day to day, depending on how she feels. But but uh yeah, that's that's been pretty much the big thing is is you know, Thursday and Friday is kinda kinda at a low point. Um now I'm feeling I'm feeling better. Um but um yeah, it's just kinda rough, but it'll be all right. Mark, you are not alone, brother. So uh Know that we uh, we are with you. We are with Kristen. We love you guys, and we know that that God is going to provide exactly what you need when you need it. Much appreciated. Yep. Uh, speaking of what you need when you need it, Patrick, how you doing, brother? What I don't is, know what, I don't know what that transition mean? means. <laughs> I'm, just, need you. I'm just throwing it. Out. Yeah, we need you, man. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> All right. So yeah, uh, this past week. Uh, was Mel's birthday? Happy um, birthday, Mel! Belated birthday. Sorry, I missed it. I'll tell her, and she'll be happy that you said that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we, uh, she wanted to go out for her birthday to Red Robin. Do they have Red Robins Yum. down in Brazil? Red Robin. No, but Yum. I usually, Yum. whenever I make a burger, I just shove a bunch of stuff in it. I find in the freezer or the refrigerator heat it up, and I make it look like a Red Robin burger. It just makes a huge mess all over the place. Oh, yeah. Like, I haven't been to Red Robin in so long. I forgot how many burgers that they have. That place is it's delicious. Like, oh, my gosh. It's the entire menu is it burgers. Is. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know which one I want. So I just I just picked one. I was like, yeah, uh, can I have bacon on that one? Can you also put uh uh pineapple on it can you make can instead of this can you put barbecue sauce on it it's like i was like but it was like pretty much you can make your own burger which is whatever i did i'd like Uh, half a rotisserie chicken on that uh burger as well thank you yeah could you put wings in there not the bone in it's gotta be boneless ah bone in man add some crunch to it Mm. uh yeah i don't treasure my teeth at all uh, yeah (laughs) it's called the teeth breaker yeah i'll have two of those yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we did that. Uh, I got her. She's been asking for a while for a TV for the kitchen because she is always in the kitchen. Uh, she's cooking. She's Slaving baking away. cookies. You know that she's she's always she's always in there because usually when uh, you know I'm at work all day and she's in the kitchen and she's making dinner for the fam. Um, there's only mu- so much music that she can listen to uh, before she needs something else. So um, got her a little 13-inch TV um, and nice. a, a Amazon Fire Stick so she could watch her Netflix or Hulu, whatever she wants to watch. Nice. Um, yeah, so she's been 
she's been asking that uh for that for a while and it's it's you know getting something like that is a little a little expensive um so but we just decided it was hey you know it's it's time it's your birthday let's go ahead and and do it so she's been having that and she's loving it absolutely loving it um my son my son was uh he said he wanted to watch some um he watches this youtube show um where uh, this kid and his two parents play games so they play like roblox minecraft uh things like that and he's so but instead of watching it in the living room he wanted to watch it in the kitchen on the 13 inch instead of the 60 <laughs> inches in the living room <laughs> kids just have this most distorted like system of deciding things it's like what in the world it's like when you buy them presents and they play with the box instead of playing with oh, the yes, toy. yeah it's like what, what screw got loose in your head that you're doing that stuff but uh but yeah so so got the new tv in there and i gotta tell you i was i was in the kitchen and i was making breakfast and you know i was like you know what i'm gonna turn on the tv and watch a little bit of family guy while i'm, while I'm making breakfast and it was it was awesome i'm like this is I didn't know I needed this in my life. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I'm cooking and, and I'm in, I'm in the kitchen. Whenever I'm in the kitchen, I love it. I love being in control of making food, especially yeah. when my family loves it. Cause you can make, so you can make some food for, for your family and it ends up being like trash. Like, Hey, don't make that again. <laughs> On a scale of <laughs> nine to 10, how, how, what would you rate this? Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, before I get too much into that, that will be our topic of the show. Yeah. Cooking. Now, Patrick, before you get too deep into the subject, I need to interject right now and tell you that if I got a television for our kitchen and I used that while I was cooking, I would burn everything. Like <laughs> I would get yeah, so enthralled. And, yeah, I would get so enthralled by what's on the screen that all of a sudden I'd look over and the oven's on fire or the water's boiling or even worse, like I don't know if you've ever like made maple syrup or something when it boils over and it sticks to the oven and makes a huge mess. It's awful. You make maple syrup? Yeah, man. I'm a I'm like two thirds Canadian. How do you make maple syrup? <laughs> that one seemed like a isn't lie. Isn't that just like isn't that just like natural? Doesn't it just isn't come it just out of natural. a, a yeah, tree? Yeah, you just walk out. And, <laughs> yeah, you find a tree and you just put that little tunk, that little uh, what is that <laughs> a called? Maple Mark? tree. It's like uh, some people have plants and they're like a little kitchen. faucet. You have a tree. Yeah, put a little faucet. <laughs> just shove a little faucet in the tree and you I mean, turn the little handle. That's literally what they do in New Hampshire. So and it just pours out. Wait, they put trees in their living in their kitchens in New Hampshire? Yes. yes. No, they 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 build the house around the tree and they always position the kitchen That's where the tree is. That's how much we love maple syrup. You know how refrigerators have like the, you know, the water dispenser, you know, you can get water. No, we do that with maple syrup. <laughs> that sounds yeah, like you know like, you know like how a right pa- in the chocolate factory kind of thing yes <laughs> i was gonna say you know how there's right a passage like when you work at a place that has fountain drinks you're that guy that shoves your head underneath the fountain drink to uh to just get a whole mouthful of uh of pop or whatever in canada they do that with the trees and whoever can last the longest wins and also gets diabetes so whoever gets diabetes wins Seems Maybe like nobody wins at this game. 
<laughs> it's possible they don't. What are we doing? Oh, sorry. I got to watching my 13-inch TV while we were talking. <laughs> <I'm distracted. laughs> what are you making over there? Um, cooking Second collard pack greens. Second batch of syrup? <laughs> yep, another batch of syrup. <laughs> All right. So, cooking. Patrick. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. So, uh, I've, I think... You know, I I think I missed my calling. Um, I found out that I I love to cook uh, way late in life because I didn't I didn't really know how to cook until you know I'm on my own. You know, I have my own house, uh, own kids. You know, like I, I've I didn't I didn't know how to cook until I pretty much had to be thrown into it. So I would get like um, the spaghetti and meatball recipe, you know, like some of the simpler kinds of meals to make that it only needs like three ingredients. So I started there and then at, uh, and then it just, it just evolved over time to where I would just look in my freezer into the, into the fridge or the pantry. And I would just say, Hey, like I would, I want to make something like this. And I would go on to Google and I would type in like the three ingredients that I want. Like say I wanted to I wanted to use a hamburger or like like ground beef, and then I have all right, okay I want ground beef and I want pizza. So I would like or so I put something like that together, and then I would look at all the recipes, and I'm like oh this is, sounds great. So well one of the things that I made um, this past past couple of weeks was a pizza burger. So what I did is I took ground beef and mm. I made two patties. Sounds like and a beautiful then combination. In the middle. In the middle of the uh, of the uh, burger, um, I put pepperonis, um, I put mozzarella cheese, and then I mashed it, uh, mashed that in between the hamburgers, and then like kind of like pinched them off, so it kind of felt like it was like a stuffed burger, and then I grilled that, and I put a little bit of marinara sauce on it instead of like the instead of like ranch or mayonnaise or ketchup mustard you know the normal stuff you put on um i put a little marinara sauce on it and okay. it was phenomenal mm, and that sounds like, like it those are the things that i liked i like to make like if like making normal things like spaghetti and meatballs something that doesn't require a lot of brain power something I, I like making stuff that's new and i always i always do that I, i've been doing that with claire for like the past a few months to a year where we do the same thing, but she gets to pick out the ingredients more often than not for her. It's like desserts. So we'll make like brownie, uh, cupcake kind of things where they look kind of look like they're like those lava cakes. I don't know if you've mm. ever had a lava cake before. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So like those good. it's, and, and being in the kitchen for me is, is awesome because like I said, I like being in control of of what i'm doing like no one else can tell me what to do because if i mess it up i mess it up usually i'll make something for myself to see how it is and then if it's good if i think it's good i'll make it for the family um but that's usually usually in the kitchen do you guys do stuff do you guys cook in the kitchen at all nope that's a big old negatory all right great I will tell you. I will tell you, Patrick. When you said that this was going to be our topic, I was like, "Oh, awesome! I have nothing." Um, I lived. I lived as a bachelor by myself for a year and a half. I never used my oven, not even one time. Never, not even to make like. 
pizza rolls? Nope, I use microwave. That's still cooking. Then that's it's, I mean as far as because, microwaves I mean go, it is I'm called a master. microwave it is called a microwave oven originally. Therefore That doesn't even make sense. Nobody does. calls it microwave oven. Yeah, that's two different things. A microwave and an oven. Uh nobody. He, it's a microwave he is right though. Oven. It used to be called a microwave. Every oven. time every time Thank I you, go into the Mark kitchen has spoken and I want to make something, I go into the refrigerator pantry. So I do <laughs> that. It's exactly the same thing. Hey, it, it is, was never it, called it that. <laughs> you don't well, know that. Fake news. I'm calling out the judge during execution of fake news. That is fake news. Refrigerator pantry. Fake news. Come on. Where's my phone? I'm looking it up. It's called yeah. a pant fridge. <laughs> so no cooking for Ronnie. You either <clears throat> microwaved it, which is cooking. I mean, I can make a, a mean cake in a bowl in the microwave. I don't know if you guys have ever made that before. It's an eggless cake, and you just put flour, sugar, uh, baking powder, baking soda, mix it all together, add some chocolate chips, some raisins or cranberries, whatever you tickles your fancy, sprinkle some uh, brown sugar on top, minute and 50 seconds. And you got yourself a cake in a bowl. We have that for breakfast at least once a month. It's awesome. Mm-mm. Microwave ovens. Yeah, I'm 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 very much in the same boat as as Ronnie. Although I I have learned a little bit of of some cooking, but like I I very much limit myself to like you know store bought food, like you know. Frozen dinners, that kind of ah, stuff. Ah, yes. Um, yep. Classic like cooking. That, like Bachelor like frozen cooking. pizza. That's that's pretty much the closest thing, really, I, on average, get to cooking. But there are a couple things that I do know how to actually cook. Um, but I don't cook them very often. <laughs> um, and so I have this nifty little device called a crock pot. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, I love making me some chili with with yes. that, and you oh, just man, chili you just throw delicious the stuff right in there, and you just let it cook. Forget in, about in it in the slow crock pot. Set it and forget it. Um, just let it sit all day. Let it cook, and uh, comes out tasting great. Um, the other thing that I have been taught to cook which is super simple but um it is something called chinese pie which is a, which is an offshoot of shepherd's pie okay um it's called chinese pie because apparently like it, it's it's a french canadian dish um but it was taught to the canadians by uh Chinese rail railroad worker. Wow, I can't talk. Worker, but railroad workers, railroad workers in the nineteenth century, and so that's where it gets its name. They call it Chinese pie, um, and basically, you you just cook cook some of the the you cook the beef, uh, let it marinate a little bit, mm-hmm. and then uh, you get some you get some cream corn. And and some mashed potatoes, and you kind of just throw it all into a like layer it into a casserole dish, mm. and uh, and you can put some some spices on top of the of the mashed potato like paprika or something like that, um, 
and uh, you got yourself some Chinese pie. It's super simple. And Mark, you nailed that, by the way. You have, like, ice water in your veins because Patrick was losing it the whole time. And you, just kept, <laughs> you just powered through. You did. Congratulations. I'm, that was I'm, solid. I'm used to that. I've, I've learned to straight face it through, you know, much adversity. <laughs> so. <laughs> I still can't. That sounds more in-depth than anything I've ever made in my life. No, that's uh, yeah. What is, is that? A is that a dinner or is that a dessert? Because every time I hear pie, I'm like, hmm, that's a dessert. It's, like it's a it's, dinner. They call it Chinese pie, but it's basically a casserole. Right, like a shepherd's pie is a dinner. That's like yeah. a heavy dinner. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a dinner. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, cooking a quick like going back to your crock pot. Cooking in the crock pot is like amazing. Sometimes we'll put pork chops in a crock pot, and they and they pr- it pretty much like melts away in, in your mouth like it, it feels like you've been cooking it uh it's like, like restaurant quality meat where it just like falls off the bone kind mm, of stuff yeah. it, it is it is so good we've been, we've started to utilize the crock pot more like we we made um we made chicken in there and the chicken was so tender it just fell off that we kind of like shredded it and we made barbecue chicken um sandwiches you know like that um nice. So it's like you you kind of like accidentally we accidentally made those. Mm-hmm. So uh that's the kind of stuff that I just love love to do is like fall into something and like ah eh, that's that's great, you know? Like uh falling into uh I had I didn't have any breading for uh chicken one night. So mm-hmm. I had just crushed up Cheerios and put that as the breading and the kids Ooh, love it. Absolutely love it. It's their favorite meal. They're like, hey, daddy, can you make some Cheerio chicken tonight? That's what they call it. And, Cheerio uh, chicken. Yeah, it's it's just, it's so good. Sounds it's tasty. Just, it is, yeah. Sometimes if I don't have Cheerios, I, I've used I've used uh, Chex, uh, Corn Flakes, um, and Cheerios. But yeah, that's like just getting some cereal and putting that on the outside of a of the uh, chicken and then just like cooking it on the skillet. Mm, that's some good stuff. Yeah, man. The crock pot uh, for, in our family is like the weekend warrior. It's the way we cook a lot of times, especially on Sunday when you just want to rest, you want to take naps, you want to take it easy, uh, and you just toss stuff in the crock pot, let it cook like in the morning before we go to church, and then it cooks all morning while we're at church, and then you come home and it is set to go. Uh, the right. other thing that we discovered while living in Brazil uh, and coming back to the U.S. in one of our visits, and I don't even remember the technical name for it. I don't know if it has a special name, but I just, it's just like the all in one cooker. It has like a pressure cooker, a crock pot, uh, a rice cooker. Uh, it has every kind of cooker within one machine. I don't what's know if a, you get What's a rice cooker? It's something that cooks rice. <laughs> see, that's, see, now that's what I would use a microwave for. I don't I mean, need you, another contraption can. for rice. Ooh, that's you, not going to taste near as good in a microwave. No. <laughs> it's not going to work really well because you have to like, and I don't even know how to cook rice without a rice cooker, so I can't even explain to you how it's done. But You, ever done, you can do it on the stove? You can, but I've never done it before, and from what I know, uh, it's easy to screw up, but... Maybe it's not. I've just never messed with it. But a rice cooker is something that you can... It's like a crock pot for cooking rice. You don't have to boil it, watch it, like pay attention can to the levels. Can you put rice in a crock pot? 
know. It wouldn't get high enough heat fast enough. So it's mm. uh, a rice cooker is like a mix between a crock pot and a pressure cooker. I don't know if you guys are familiar with a pressure cooker. What's a pressure uh-huh. cooker? So a pressure cooker is something that... <clears throat> There's so that, many things. Yeah. There's so many things. Yeah. So a pressure cooker is something that uh, seals itself. And I don't know how it seals itself. But it holds in every bit of the water, steam, everything uh, that you that that happens when you light, you know, a liquid on fire, uh, or you heat a liquid, yeah. and it keeps it within the pressure cooker. And as the pressure builds, uh, it continues to get hotter and hotter and hotter. But everything stays in; it doesn't lose any of the the liquid. It doesn't lose much of the heat. And so it, you can cook mm. like you can cook uh, you can cook and tenderize a meat in like fifteen minutes. Or ten minutes with the pressure cooker that would normally take like an hour in an oven or something, uh, wow. and so with the rice cooker it'll cook that rice in like ten fifteen minutes and uh, cook it real fast. But this machine that we discovered in the U.S. that we had never used, but uh, Mindy's parents gave it to us for Christmas one year. We brought it back. It does everything like crock Is pot, it rice an cooker, instant pot. Maybe it's an instant pot. I don't know. It's just because we got one of those. It's magical. Whatever it is, mm. I mean, you can literally cook almost anything. You can sear your meat. And then switch it to a, a pressure cooker uh, and put the little lid on it, and it's done in like 15 minutes. Uh, we we make all kinds of stuff with it, but uh, Mindy and I both love. Uh, oh, no, I can't say we love. Mindy and I both, yeah, we love eating, and so we <laughs> because of that love for eating, but also being missionaries and kind of having to be economical in how we do things, we have learned to love cooking as well. Um, Mindy is much more like you, Patrick. She can look at a recipe and then she just adds her flair. Like she will take three recipes and then she will splice them into one meal. And I'm like, I don't understand how, but this is amazing. Well, yeah. And and you can splice that together and, and then just use your intuition your gut like okay this probably sure. needs this kinds of seasoning and this amount <laughs> if you know you, it's just if like you have there's no measuring for it when i cook yeah if you have that intuition you can use it i do not have that intuition yeah i definitely don't have that <laughs> intuition like i i think i have single digit iq when it comes to cooking <laughs> This needs more tasty good stuff. Yes. Like my go-to when I'm like, this doesn't taste right, I just add sugar. It's like, hmm, let's make this sweet. This spaghetti's too acidic. Add sugar. Of course. This, I mean, all it, it's what makes sense to me. I'm like, this chili, yeah. this chili doesn't taste sure. right. Add sugar. Yeah. So that's my go-to is add sugar. I make everything sweet. But uh, in terms of cooking, I am all about the recipe. If I can follow the recipe to a T... And it tastes good, I win. That's yeah. that's like my winning situation is following the recipe. I feel like I accomplished something. It's like getting trophies on PlayStation games. It's like, yes, I accomplished my goal. I followed the recipe. <laughs> Sometimes following a recipe is hard. Yeah. Because they're because they say, Hey, do this and this and this. And then while this is happening, you need to do these other six things. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why can't I do them at the same time? Yeah. You know, like, because following a recipe is sometimes you're like, oh, no, I it forgot. Is. I didn't do this. It, it, they gave me this step. They should have had this step earlier. Yeah. But something, yeah. So, yeah, I, I commend people who follow recipes to a T. Because sometimes, because for me, like, because because me, I don't follow recipes. I'm like, oh, okay, these are the ingredients. I'm just going to cook it the way I want to cook it. Yeah, but no, I can't do that. But following a recipe, sometimes it's like, 
ah, 375 for 10 minutes. I'm like, nah, 390 for eight minutes. <laughs> if, I don't have a, <laughs> if I don't have a good proven recipe, I immediately am like, Mindy, tell me what to do and I will do it. I'm great at following orders. Like you talk about how you don't want yeah. anybody to tell you. I'm like, tell me what to do and I will do it. And along with that, the thing that I... I think the only thing I don't like about cooking is when I have to cook multiple things. Like when you have a meat, a starch, and a vegetable, and you have to coordinate that so they're all ready and hot at the same time, that is like rubbing my stomach, patting like, my head, chewing gum, doing, you know, the the river dance all at the same time. Like Yeah, that's when I order a pizza. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Nailed that's where it. I should be like my father. When my dad always when he would say, Hey, I'm cooking tonight, he would call up the pizza place and get pizza. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I should be, but I'm not for some reason. But yeah, that's the hardest thing is juggling it all. And Mindy is amazing at that. She can bring everything and she puts everything on the table and it is all so incredibly hot, like fresh uh, out of the oven, fresh off the fresh out of the microwave oven, fresh off the hot stove. Uh, like and then I, perfect. I put yeah. it out and the peas are ice cubes. The <laughs> chicken is burnt <laughs> and your iced tea is boiling. I'm like, I don't know what I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's some sort of like that that is that is one of the hardest things to do is to make sure everything is hot it's, it takes some wizardry it to, for that to happen yeah i need like timers for everything i'm like okay in five minutes i have to do this so set that timer over there 10 minutes to do this Ugh, it drives me crazy yeah so do you, do you guys uh do you guys grill do you have any grills at your houses i, I have to. a grill but i don't yeah, grill. Do, you, do, do you use it or is nah. it just like your oven it's just like my oven. <laughs> it's just a decoration. It looks pretty <laughs> decoration. Actually, it I got it as a Fourth gift. Of July. It's a really nice grill. <laughs> like, look at this. And I just have never used it. I used to grill. I used to love grilling. But the house we live in now, there's no space for a, a new grill. And the grill that's there, it literally, like, I'm pretty sure stuff's growing out of it. Like, it's in terrible shape. <laughs> it's, a, it's a built-in so grill. <laughs> There's like bricks pot. all around it. Yeah, pretty much. It's a, like a plant bed. It's like a grow bread. Grow bread. No, grow bed for all kinds of stuff. Uh, so I love to grill. Like grilling. Uh, when I lived in the U.S., I discovered charcoal grilling, like grilling the way mm. God intended. Uh, I yeah. used to be a gas <laughs> griller. And when I, dis- when I discovered charcoal grilling, like getting a little those little chimneys, you know, where you put the put the charcoal in, you light a little fire underneath and all of a sudden the fire travels up and then you pour the charcoal into the oven. Oven? No. <laughs> you pour it into the grill, put the slap the meat on with some salt, some seasoning, and it just cooks so beautifully and it's so tender. Love it. I feel like yeah. it all tastes like charcoal though. No. I mean, you don't cook mm-hmm. the meat on the charcoal. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like the flames make it taste like charcoal. Really? I actually prefer not like non-charcoal. Like, ugh. Mm. Mm. I feel like I can taste it every time. I think you need new charcoal. <laughs> you need That's a new probably, tongue. And no lighter fluid. True. Never use the lighter fluid or the even the charcoal lighter fluid. That definitely gives it a f- bad flavor when you yeah, use that. For sure. The uh, for for me, I I have the I have the propane gas grill. And I love grilling. I love going outside and just out there. It's a perfect time to to hang out. If you if you have like buddies over, friends, family, it's a great place. That's like a water cooler. You know, mm-hmm. you you stand by there. You make the meat. You make the food. Great time to have a beer, especially on a hot day. Oh man, I I I would I lo- like when you guys came in uh, 
for our live show, I was like, yes, we're grilling because I love to grill. <clears throat> I love cooking. You know, what what better what better time to, to grill out? And one of the things that I, I can never I can never grill quite right, even though it's probably the mo- the easiest, is hot dogs. Like <laughs> I, they the hot dogs are either like burnt and they get <laughs> And they have that like that flare at the end of them, like yeah. you know that they've cooked them way too long, uh, or you put them the wrong why direction you use the and they roll away. Man, <laughs> the hey! yeah, like, all right, <clears throat> I'm making some burgers and steaks out in the grill. The microwave, the, the, the hot dogs are in the microwave. You, you know what's yourself. worse than that? Oh, they're so much better in there. <laughs> but what's worse than that is all, boiling. Takes like 19 seconds. Boiling the hot dogs. <laughs> that is easily the most disgusting thing ever. Boiled hot dogs. Isn't that the way they make them at like Skyline though, and Gold Star and all the yeah? But you cover it. I'm pretty sure they make them with magic there. (laughs) (laughs) Magic microwaves. But yeah, grilling hot dogs is the only way to go. Get that crispy skin on it. Mm. 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 Just don't Mm. put it the wrong direction, or it'll roll off the grill. That's really oh, that's happened. Yeah, (laughs) too many times. (laughs) Many times. So, Ronnie, you said that you don't you don't cook. Does Elizabeth cook at all? Yeah, she does. Uh, she actually makes really good stuff. I I think it was uh, on Sunday she made like a bacon wrapped pork oh, with green beans. It was uh, fantastic. So I mean, good. it was so good. Um, but yeah, I pretty much just stay out of the way. I was clean up the mess. Hey, you're a good your man. Part. Yeah, it's a good contribution. <clears throat> That's the exactly other thing right. I hate about cooking. Is, is having to do the dishes afterwards. Oh, man. Are you now, when you guys cook, okay, Patrick, when you cook, do you use every single pot and pan in your kitchen or do you try to like economize and do multiple things with a single pot? Because I use everything. Mindy is somehow able to like, <laughs> I don't know what sorcery she does, but she <laughs> is able to use like one pot to make five things. Like, I guess it really amazing. depends. If, I, if I'm making... Like uh, steak hoagies or something like that, and I got steak on one uh, pan. I, I got like the onions and the green peppers and things like that on the other pan because I don't want them to. I don't want them to mix because they they require different heats and different right. lengths of time to to cook. So, uh, but uh, I don't. I try not to have all four burners going at the same time. Otherwise, that would be chaos. <laughs> Absolute chaos. Yeah. It'd be like that gif where that the, the character's in front of the flames and just laughing like, <sighs> <laughs> That's you in front of the oven when that's happening. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, there's a, we have a very, very sensitive smoke detector. So if we have, if we make something in the oven and then like open it up, like there's like, if there's like a piece of cheese that just falls at the bottom <laughs> of the oven. It just like burns it to crisp, and then the smoke detector goes off. And we grab, we grab like the uh, the hand towel, and we're like, waving oh, it yeah. right in front of it. <laughs> Stop it! It's trying not burning. To, trying to talk it off the ledge. Quit. It'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. It's that's fine. <laughs> this is natural. Don't panic, smoke detector. So, uh, do we have any joiner questions? Maybe. But let me go to it because I didn't have it open. (laughs) Funny you should ask. Let me tell you, Barnaby Butterteeth, he had this to say on the Discord. It says, we share the cooking, we being he and his wife. Uh, The wife cooks Monday through Thursday, 
And then I get Friday through Sunday. Very efficient. Kind of like work shifts, like we're uh, at a restaurant. <laughs> restaurant Butters. Uh, me, me enjoy cooking. I would go together. to a place called Butters. That yeah, sounds awesome. That sounds <laughs> awesome. I mean, you <laughs> could cook everything with butter. It's like if you're worried about something sticking on a pan, add butter. It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, we enjoy cooking together. The last complex dish we learned is Steak Wellington. It's a long Ooh, process, wow. but well worth it. It has such a fancy name. Uh, do you enjoy cooking? Have you taken any classes? That's a question we can answer. If you haven't, go on a date with your significant other to a cooking class. If you have a Sir Law table around, I recommend. I don't know what that means. It's well worth the experience. So, yeah, I'm guessing a Sir Law table. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Is, is it, a place is you it can S-U-R-L-A take. S U R L A table. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> It's it's French. Of course. Ah, Of course it's not sur law. It's like Swali. No, it's it's sur la table. (laughs) I don't believe you. (laughs) That's where I was gonna go. Well, (laughs) it literally means on the table. Okay. Okay. Cool. No, no, I I've I've never taken a cooking class, but it does sound fun to do with with it was it would be fun to do with Mel for sure. Have you guys watched that episode of Friends where Joey and uh Monica take a cooking class? And Joey eats and all Monica's, the ingredients yeah. and she's all competitive. I would be Joey where I would eat half the ingredients and I'd be like, "Uh, <laughs> I'm all out of sugar and chocolate and I've I don't know what happened to it. I'm like covered in chocolate like a child. That would be me. Uh, it's gone. No classes supposed for to me. make pixie sticks, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, in this day and age, can't you just get on YouTube and have your own cooking class? Do you really have to spend 100, 200 bucks? I mean, if it's a date, maybe that could be that's, fun. That's two hundred dollars. Just seems like a lot. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Unless I'm just making up a number. I don't know like if it's two hundred dollars. Sixteen ounce sirloin steak. Then maybe the two hundred dollars is worth it. But I'm not going to spend two hundred dollars to make spaghetti and meatballs. I mean, you guys got a TV in your kitchen. You can just turn on. Uh, what was that cooking lady back in the sixties and seventies like? And you take the chicken and you put We're it talking in about Julia Child. Yeah, Julia Child's just turn her on. <laughs> you and Mel, and you can have your own little date. Send the kids to bed, maybe make a late night dinner snack or something, and uh, it'll be fun. Mm. Dinner yeah. snack. Dinner snacks. I love dinner <laughs> snacks. <laughs> what are you guys in the mood for tonight? Uh, how about a dinner snack? <laughs> yep, that's what we call it in Brazil. Four course, <laughs> four course dinner snack. <laughs> Coming right up. That's French. Sur la table. Table. Sur la table. All right, moving on. Corey Fouch, also called Corey Smith. Uh, we split the cooking responsibilities, we being Corey and his dog. Uh, just depends on what the. Uh, no, it's not his dog. I'm just kidding. It's his Never mind, I'm not going to keep going with that. Just depends on what the other is doing when dinner needs to be started. My wife is an amazing cook. I grill and bake some food. Love grilling steak, hamburgers, and brats. Probably best known for the burgers I grill since they aren't just plain burgers. I'm always looking up new recipes for seasonings as well as playing around with making up my own. Now, hey, he touches on grilling. That pizza burger. Yeah, for sure. He's definitely going to try that. Corey, try that out. And take a picture and send it to us on the Discord. And then Patrick will do the same. We want to compare and see who makes it better. 
he mentions in this little text uh, something that I've forgotten. Oh, grilling burgers. <laughs> I forgot to mention Brazilians love to grill. <clears throat> they grill chicken. They grill steak. They grill lamb. They grill every meat possible. They do not grill hot dogs. They do not grill burgers, except at Burger King. But people well, don't grill burgers in their home. What did they just do it on like a pan? Yeah, they pan, they pan, they pan fry it or pan. Yeah, grill it, I, whatever. I do that during the winter time. I do it on the pan if I want a burger because I'm not going outside when it's 30 degrees and you're grilling. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> no, I'm gonna concede on that. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, that's right. By the way, I do. I actually still grill. I do actually grill now hey. that I think about it. Thanks to a guy by the name of George Foreman. Hey. <laughs> Dude, George Foreman helped my wife and I get the first get through the first three or four years of our marriage together cooking. Like, what are we going to make? I don't know. Let's make Foreman chicken. And we would just put some garlic and butter on chicken, pop it in George Foreman. And, dude, he saved our marriage. Uh, we would have starved to death and both died <laughs> if it weren't for George Foreman. <laughs> So I'm with you, Mark. The George Foreman grill is great to make like uh, hot sandwiches. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like paninis and things like that. Uh, does, does, is that still around? They still sell those? Yeah, we just bought one like <clears throat> like maybe a couple months ago. Yeah. Right. Oh, there you, go. there you go. They're fantastic, man. They don't take up like any space. No. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Isaac Alistic, Infinity Bro Isaac. My wife is the chef, literally. She has a one-year certificate in culinary studies from Le Codin Bleu. Was that better French than... Uh... <laughs> Le Codin Bleu. Sur la table. Okay. Sound like you're puking. <laughs> Isn't that what they sound like? Right. Sur la table. <laughs> you ever seen that... Uh... That scene from Pink Panther where Steve Martin's trying to say yes. hamburger. <laughs> you know, <laughs> funnily enough, uh, hamburger here in uh, in Brazil is pronounced. Let me see if I can do it. It's really hard to do. It's hamburger. That's how they say it. Hamburger. Hamburger. No, hamburger. That's how they say it. And it is so. Difficult to say. Wow! You had you had to like shoulder shrug to get. Yeah, that I did. Out. I put my whole body into it. So I go to I go to McDonald's. I order in Portuguese, and I'll say uh, "eu quero gium," and I'll sound like I'm speaking Portuguese, and then I'll just say hamburger. I won't even try to say it in Portuguese. <laughs> so I sound like a bad dub of like a movie. Uh, eu quero comprar um hamburger. Hamburger. Por favor. Hamburger. <laughs> I can't. I don't even try to say hamburger in Portuguese. Anyways, back to Isaac Alistic. Sorry, Isaac Alistic. We hijacked your your little uh, statement. Uh, so I let my wife cook whenever possible because there's a 99.9% chance it's better than what or how I would make it. Uh, but I do love me some breakfast foods, though. So I'll make pancakes, French toast, or waffles on the occasion. Mm. My best meal to this day is boxed mac and cheese. It takes it takes a lot to know how to <laughs> make some mac and cheese. Hey, man, if you if you add too much milk, it becomes a soup. If you don't add enough, oh, it yeah, burns. You ruined it. Hey, it's a fine line. It's like a tightrope that mac and cheese. But how about that breakfast food? We got to talk mm. about breakfast, and that is one of oh. my favorite things to make. I am I make breakfast ninety nine percent of the time. Mindy can make a fantastic cinnamon roll. She can make like a like a breakfast cornbread, but everything else 
pancakes, bacon, French toast, whatever, uh, scrambled eggs. It's all on me. I love it. How about you guys? Yeah, we'll have uh, we'll have breakfast for dinner. Oh uh, yes, uh, that's the, that is the best dinner besides steak. It, and, but you also have steak and eggs for dinner. But the having bacon and eggs uh-huh. and pancakes, so good uh, sausage. Ah, uh, yeah, for dinner, like we we probably make that if if I would say maybe a couple times a month. And every time uh, Mel's like, I'm making breakfast for dinner. Oh, yes. <laughs> Say no more. I'm in. Yeah. Um, uh, scrambled eggs, I think, was like the first thing I ever learned how to like actually make for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. So I guess I count that. Um, and it's like super simple. And I've always been a scrambled eggs fan. So Nice. There's nothing beats an over easy egg though. I feel like mm, that's yes. my favorite. So good and and rough to make. They're not easy. Uh, I have one of those. I have like a very small pan that is perfect for just like, like one, one egg. egg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it is perfect. You know, like because if you throw it in like a big pan, oh, like it's everywhere and it yeah, just becomes impossible. a mess. Then you make it scrambled <laughs> yeah. eggs every time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, well, you just like throw it in Scrap there. Scrap that breaks. route. Oh man, when you throw it in there and the yolk breaks and you're not expecting it because uh, you wanted your over easy. Heartbreaking. Like, it's, it's, it's it is heartbreaking for sure. Ironically enough, heartbreaking. <laughs> I think no, that's. I don't only... even. So like, oh, I don't know if you guys like during the week, like before you go to work, do you guys like eat breakfast? Like, I grab like a cup of coffee like a lot of times on the way out the door, and I don't even eat anything for breakfast. And on the weekends, we, oh, I sleep no. till twelve I, or one, so it's lunchtime by the time I get up. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't eat breakfast. Uh, I don't have the appetite for breakfast when I wake up. It's Plus, hard like, to eat know, a like, big meal in the morning. I feel like. Yeah, we be perfect for dinner. My family though. and I, we eat a light yeah. breakfast. Uh, my kids both wake up hungry. Uh, I think my wife wakes up hungry too, uh, but we usually just we'll have toast. Uh, usually, the only time we have real breakfast is on Saturdays. Uh, on Sundays, sometimes we'll have a, a Brazilian bread called pão de queijo, uh, which is like little bread balls, and uh, they go great with like a over easy egg or uh, something like that. But normally we'll do, uh, and I thought, Ronnie, I thought surely you would mention this, that you've got to be a master of making cereal. You know, you, I do pour, it, cereal. you pour it in the bowl, get that milk on there, and you eat it. Fast enough before it becomes uh, You got to wait a couple of minutes and let it soak up a little bit. It depends on nope. the type of cereal. If mm. you do Captain Crunch, for example, that you oh, mentioned, you have to soak. wait or it's razor blades. <laughs> if you try to eat it's it so right away. It's so much better, too, though, when it's like soaked up. Cut up your mouth. Yeah. But life cereal, uh, that gets soggy in 10 seconds. Life you got to lap that up real <laughs> yeah, quick. Yeah, you got to like... <laughs> Like just lap it up, or it's oatmeal. Now, one of my favorites is uh, Lucky Charms, and you got to let that simmer. Oh, okay. I'll I'll give you that. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. You got to let. Well, that's only for let it simmer. That sounds so gross with milk. (laughs) Just simmer that milk. Let it curdle. Mm. Ah, Leave it there for a minute or two. (laughs) Yeah, and you got to be careful when you're pouring that milk, especially with like life cereal, because if you hit it. Straight on that square, it like oh, bounces off and goes all over the counter. Or you hit the spoon and it curves back out onto the table. Oh. If you hit the spoon, that's a nightmare. That's a worst case scenario. Mm. It's like a sprinkler. Yeah, when it bursts in your face. <laughs> oh, man. Any other breakfast? 
Anyone? You guys ever do like a cereal night for dinner? I do it all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. Like uh, I had, uh, I think it was last week. I I wasn't, Mel wasn't making dinner, and I wasn't feeling it, so I had some golden grams. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that was perfect. I don't think we've ever had cereal for dinner. Uh, We'll do it as a snack. Uh, We usually the breakfast that we do the most for dinner is pancakes. Uh, We'll make pancakes. We'll cut up strawberries, mix up some whipped cream, and just pour. Hershey syrup mm. all over the place. That is restaurant quality right there. Oh, man. <laughs> that is something else. So good. I do not like cereal. So What? Yeah. What is wrong with you counseling you? Get needs, my out. Okay, <laughs> bye. Have a nice <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah, I've tried. I've tried many times. I just, Mark, I just don't like cereal. Not any kinds? Not any kinds. Do you drink a lot of milk, though? Because I know some people that don't like drink a lot of milk don't really like cereal i i like milk i don't drink a lot of it but i like milk for sure i just cereal just doesn't taste good to me <clears throat> see i Maybe can drink like milk some. like with every meal yes like Amen i will get a that. glass of milk like with dinner and stuff like uh, with a get a big plate of spaghetti and oh, then just oh, get some it's milk good with, with it. everything ah uh, meatloaf so and milk you know meatloaf. what it's delicious oh, yeah. with pizza yeah oh nothing yes. like pizza with a big glass of milk you don't have yeah. pop? Who cares? I got yeah. milk. I, I got my cow Bessie over day. here. Bessie and I eating some pizza and just milking her and drinking that and good mm. stuff. Mm. I never <laughs> thought I'd hear that come out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. At least it wasn't weird. Like, Bessie, this milk tastes like pepperoni pizza. I love you. This is amazing. You can't say milking her under any circumstance. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say milking him. That would be really awkward. I've got nipples, Greg. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, Ronnie, you hit on a very important point that has nothing to do with cooking, cooking, but it doesn't matter because milk with a meal, breakfast, lunch, dinner, my uncle drinks a gallon of milk a day, I think, because he drinks milk with everything and I learned it from him and it's awesome. Yeah. What do you drink? Like, do you drink like 2% or vitamin D or what? Uh, so I'll tell you what I don't drink, and that is skim milk, because that is for yeah. wusses mm. and babies. Get out of here, Patrick, with that raised hand. That's Put me, that hand 100%. down. Wally hate so skim milk drinking son of a gun. Get out That's of here. I've said it before, milk. and I'll say it again. I don't have <laughs> it's cloudy water. A fake. good sense of smell, so all milk tastes the same to me. No, it's not about the Except taste. It's the, it's the creaminess. It is yeah. about the taste also, though. It is, but... Yeah, so I, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, why if I can't taste if I can't taste like the difference in milk, might as well just, just drink skim. water then. Forget skim milk. Just put water <laughs> put on your cereal. In my <laughs> that is cereal. pretty much skim milk. It's like half glass much water. of water with a half glass of milk mixed exactly. together. <laughs> just get on your faucet, and put your cereal under there. <laughs> just pour the water in the hey, cereal and hey. eat it. I can't taste it, so it doesn't like, matter. Like you said before, you're not gonna you're not gonna like what I like. I mean, I, I like skim milk and long john silver. Yeah, together. he likes long john silver. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. The skim milk of restaurants, Long John Silver's. <laughs> and he likes it sur la table. <laughs> oh, French skim milk. What's French for skim milk? Sur la table. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't see that one coming. All right. We, we have a few more comments on some foods, not breakfast related. Uh, but on Twitter, some guys wanted to shout out to some of the, the, the foods they like to cook. Tim Ballin said, I have a tradition of smoked prime rib every 
Christmas. Tim Pollan, invite us over, please, Ooh. for Christmas. That sounds awesome. Like, like eating something that, uh, that was out of a smoker. Oof, <laughs> that's so good. Oof. That's smoked flavor. For sure. Tim said, one bite and you can hear angels singing. <laughs> and you know what else, Tim? You can hear the angels getting fatter. It's amazing. Mm. Do you guys do like traditional like turkey for Christmas, or does anybody do anything different? Ham, maybe ham, ham. Yeah. <clears throat> because Elizabeth, her family always did duck, which was different. I've never heard that before, but huh, um, that is unique. Yeah, it's more common now that I've like talked about it than I thought it was. Right. Uh, I think Mindy's family does pork. They do like a. Uh, I don't even remember what it's called. And they say the Spanish word for it that I'm forgetting. So I'll just call it sur la table. It's a really good Christmas (laughs) pork dish. (laughs) Sur la porque. That's what it's called. Uh, No, but they make pork for Christmas. And then my family makes turkey or ham. Good stuff. Uh, Splig at Dopalicious. This is the last one. He said, yeah, I make a bomb chili verde. And some legit nice. barbecue ribs and pulled pork. Mm. Mm. It's hard to beat good barbecue ribs, though. Mm. Yeah, man. Delicious. I just had barbecue ribs tonight from Outback. Good stuff. <clears throat> How about that? There's nice. an Outback in Brazil? There is. It is like fine dining here. People are like, you went to Outback? Oh, my gosh. It's like you must be rich. demolition, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It's like my family really splurged this year, and we went to fancy dinner at Outback. On the Outback. On the Outback, get some jackaroo ribs. It's wonderful. Have a blooming onion. Do they they also uh, bring you the wrong order and then apologize and say, name your price? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I wish. I would totally do that. And nobody's ever said name your price of the dealership to me. I'd be like, I want to own this dealership. <laughs> yeah. I leave is what I want. I thought that... <laughs> oh, man. That Audi right there. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Only I could go back in time. Name your price. That car. How many Ferraris you got on here? <laughs> yeah, I'll take them all. You owe me, sucker. Oh, you know what? Speaking of food, well, this really doesn't have much to do with food other than it has to do with McDonald's. I'm going to go completely off topic here. All right. They cook I watched a documentary this week that I forgot about until just now. Did you know that almost all of the million dollar winners from the Monopoly McDonald's were absolutely rigged? I believe that. What? There was absolute there was a whole like scheme that was running for years. Somebody that worked like head of security was literally taking those pieces, giving them to a gangster, which was one of the Columbos. What? And he was literally distributing them. Like people were paying $100,000 in order to get these tickets to turn it in then for a million dollars. Or they were taking it and taking like the annuity, which is like $50,000 for like 20 years. And they had to give $25,000 to this guy every time. Wow, There's a whole wow. documentary. It's called McMillions. And it's like, what? I think it's like maybe like five, four, five or six episodes, something. It's not very long, but like I had no clue. It was like rigged Where? almost from the very beginning. Wow. Where is this? It's on Netflix. Oh, okay. it, is, it is an HBO thing though. So if you don't have like the HBO channel or whatever. But um, no, it, I watched this documentary and yeah, it was rigged almost the whole time. And the FBI is actually the one that cracked the case. Wow. I think, yeah. I think wow. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are actually wanting to make 
a dramatization of that. Yeah, I never, I didn't even know, I never heard of that in the news. So when I saw the previews, I was like, what? And we started watching it. I was like, was this a big thing? And apparently it was pretty big. I just apparently missed the whole thing. I wondered that as a child. I always wondered what happened with that. I'm definitely they did it yeah, for a lot all, of different you're, you're things. You're over there getting your, hey, a free small fry. <laughs> yeah, maybe I won. So it wasn't even just for like the million dollar winners. You know, they were giving away like, they there was a scam like for the $100,000 winners, like the guy that won the Dodge Viper, like all this stuff. Oh, like, I totally, always wanted like, that Dodge Viper. That was the one I wanted as a kid. I'm pretty sure the guy that won the Dodge Viper was actually the Columbo, the, the actual gangster. He actually claimed that. Mm, smart man. Wow. Not really. He's he died. I mean, in the sense of choosing the Viper, smart man. Oh, wow. in the in the other ways, not so smart. Yeah. Hey, real quick, I uh, I left one out. Barnaby Butterteeth again had this <laughs> to say on Twitter. Well, oh, I hear a certain at s Stapleton seventy nine cooks some mean ribs. Why would you want to make mean ribs when you can make nice ribs? I don't know. That's just me. Maybe. Uh. And a guy called Bad Gamer Elite makes some legendary pancakes. The rumor is they will collide at 400, which for those mm-hmm. that don't know is the sequel to 300, not the movie. The Married to the Games podcast meeting coming up in May. Now, two things I want to note from this message. First of all, Barnaby Butterteeth, you double dipped in Twitter and in Discord. Therefore, you are Uh-oh. banned. You are banned, oh, my no. friend. Oh, man. For the next oh, episode. Man. Shot <laughs> Lucas with the band hammer. That's I double like dipping. I will not though. stand for it. Okay, listen here. You won't even sit for it. <laughs> However, <laughs> that's right. I'm kind of like I don't know what's the what's the middle ground between that squatting. I'm squatting for it. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas is squatting for it. <laughs> uh, that doesn't sound any better. No, it really doesn't. It sounds awful. Patrick, cut that out. Okay, thanks. Uh, but with Barnaby, I do want to say thanks for mentioning Married to the Games. They will be having, hopefully, Lord willing, and as long as this whole coronavirus thing calms down, they will be having a uh, get-together in Franklin, Nashville, yep. yeah. Tennessee. Yep. Franklin. T-E-N-N-E-S-E, girl. Um, they will be meeting there in May for episode 400, and it will be glorious. And I will be joining them through Skype <laughs> and it will be fun from Brazil uh, yeah so uh, any final thoughts Patrick on cooking any words of wisdom um, no great we appreciate that well for all you cookers out there chefs you who are looking to learn something from Sir La Table uh <laughs> We hope that this uh, this great, fantastic episode helped you out and got you go, got you ready to cook up a storm. Follow some recipes or don't. It's all up to you. You can do whatever you want. If Lucas, you ever stumbled, you just did. <laughs> oh, I've stumbled so many times. I've lost count. I do feel like though, like because I've been talking before, and once you slip up once, it's just an avalanche. After that, <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to grab onto anything as you're falling. It's like while uh, when I w- I went to as I mentioned, I went to Outback tonight, and the waiter almost dropped a glass on the ground because he put the glass on top of a bottle of water, and it tipped <laughs> to the side, and it almost shattered, and he almost just like made a huge mess. But I saved his life. 
I reached out. And Patrick saved my life by reminding me right now that I flubbed up. So thank you so much, Patrick, for <laughs> being my savior. It's out here saving lives. Yeah, out here saving lives, doing so well. All right, we are going to wrap this bad boy up. We uh, we have cooked our last recipe or something with garlic in it. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of garlic, Mark, why don't you share with us the Good Morning Guys playlist music you have for us today? I don't know how to feel about that. I don't either. <laughs> this is what happens uh, when I don't yeah. follow a script. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, as always, you can find the Good Morning Guys Morning playlist on Spotify as well as Apple Music. Thank you so much, Bernabe, for holding things up on that end. Uh, and so, obviously, <laughs> even though you're banned, yep, even though you're banned, you know, if you you, you might be you, back one day. Yeah, if you, if Barnaby, if you can take good care of that, keep taking good care of that Apple Music playlist, we will lift your band someday. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as always, you can find the Good Morning Guys Morning playlist on Spotify as well as Apple Music. And, of course, uh, I tried to pick songs this week that are geared towards cooking in some way, shape, or form. Uh, so, first off um, is the song Hey Good Looking from Hank Williams, a rare country song. What I'm you adding got to this. Um. The next song is from Pete Townsend. Pete Townsend is from the the band The Who, from the 60s and 70s and beyond. Um, He did a song called Cookin'. Uh, And finally, because I realized that the last song that I was going to pick is already on the playlist, (laughs) I I kind of had... Must have been so good. Yep. I, I kind of, I kind of had to do a quick, quick change, and so this immediately came to my mind since we were talking about making breakfast. Are you guys familiar with an old cartoon show called Adventure Time? Kind of negative. No. Oh, okay. I'm I'm familiar only because I platinumed a video game. That was about Adventure gotcha. Time. Well, Cartoon Network had a cartoon called Adventure Time, and it's and it weird. Was super popular. Yeah, it's very weird. But there's a particular song that comes from that show, and it's a song called Bacon Pancakes. And uh, so, yeah, you should <laughs> listen to that because it's awesome. Okay. And I hope those songs help you get your good morning on. There's actually a pretty sweet version of that song mixed with um, uh, Jay-Z and Alicia Keys' uh, Empire State of Mind. You guys know that song? Yep. Hey, Oh yeah, I know that one. Yeah, that Love they it. mix bacon pancakes with that song. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, hope those songs help you get your good morning on. Nice. All right, thank you, sir, for that great, fantastic music. Uh, we want you, our joiners, to keep joining us, and so we want you to go beyond listening to the podcast. We are so glad you joined us today, but we want you to know that you can find us on Twitter at the GMG Podcast. You can also email us. Uh, the good morning guys at gmail.com. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Great. You can also call us at 929-GMG-GUYS, leave a voicemail, and uh, maybe even wind up on the show asking a question, sharing a comment, telling a funny limerick or dad joke. 
Uh, speaking of dad jokes, we want to share a moment of GMG community cornery brought to you by our Discord, which is another way you can connect with us. It is a free app that you can download on your computer, access through Google, Chrome, or whatever. You can get it on your phone as well, which is probably the main place that most people use it, save the best for last. Uh, and it's like a forum mixed with uh, a water cooler. I don't know what that looks like, but that's what it is. And uh, it's we, Discord. Yeah, it's Discord. And we talk about dad jokes. We talk about life. We talk about video games. It is a great place. Uh, and some of the dad jokes that we have been getting recently, uh, one coming from Ponderosa Popsicle Travis. It's actually a comic dad joke. Uh, but a grandpa is talking to a grandma, and he says, I wrote you a little poem for Valentine's Day. Do you want to hear it? And the grandma says, do I have a choice? And the grandpa says, no, you don't. Roses are red. I like spaghetti, especially meatballs. When will it be ready? Dang. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Travis. Apparently, uh, some people didn't care for your joke. So we're going to move on to Hollywood Bones. <laughs> I thought there was oh, no. another part coming. No, that's it. It's very much a uh, done. <laughs> it's very much a woman getting the kitchen kind of joke, which probably in this day and age is not uh, always accepted. But so we're going to move on from there. Uh, Hollywood Bones posted this one. A new study Hello. found that forty-four percent of cannabis users have either used less prescription drugs or stopped using pharmaceuticals entirely. And I'd like to congratulate drugs for winning the war on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That was a good one. Congratulations, Patrick. You got a laugh out of us. Uh, Barnaby Butterteeth, who is who I'm lifting the band for, only to mention this dad joke, and then I'm reinstating the band afterwards. Uh, a woman is sitting at her deceased husband's funeral. A man leans into her and asks, do you mind if I say a word? No, go right ahead, the woman replies. The man stands up, clears his throat, and says, plethora, and sits back down. Thanks, the woman says. That means a lot. Plethora. That means a lot. <laughs> All right, Bar Barnaby Butterteeth, you're banned again. You, got, <laughs> you, you, got a, you got a pity laugh from Mark. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> this one's from Kaboski. Uh, a guy says to a woman, you're the most average girl here. And she says, wow, you're mean. And he says, no, you are. Math joke. Hey-o. Hey <laughs> Hey-o. All right. We'll, we'll end with this one from Ronnie J. The medical term for owning too many dogs. Ronnie, what is it? I don't know. How long ago was this? You posted the joke. How long it's been, ago? Though? It's been like a month and a half. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't even remember posting it. Uh, the... <laughs> the medical term for owning too many dogs, a roverdose. Yes. Ooh, yes. All right. You can't you ban me from the show. You got the, you got, that's right. You got the, but I'm, what's that called? <clears throat> There's a name for that, isn't it? The hat trick? It's called a rim shot. Yes, rim shot. That was my second guess. You beat me to it. So that's going to wrap things up. We are so glad you joined us today for this fine morning or perhaps afternoon, evening, or night, depending on where you live and what time zone you're in. We are so glad you joined us, our friends and family and joiners. However things go this week, we hope that God will guide and bless your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four.
<laughs> we were all thinking it. <laughs> Literally, that was me mouthing, not. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. we have to cut oh, that one, man. I'm pretty sure. I'll be, I'll be editing that one out for sure. <laughs>